I don't even know. I genuinely don't know if anything I picked is even going to come out this year. Uh, I'm pretty pissed about your first one, but I think that oh, I have I, you I, on the second one. My so. first one I had to get because I knew I'm like, I have to choose a movie that actually comes out this year. I cannot was, have another Dune situation. <laughs> well, it was very rude because that's exactly what I was going to pick. And then I opened up the doc and it was in there. So I learned my lesson again by not doing the notes before you. That's what you get for getting late to the notes, Amanda. I know. everyone, welcome to Adapted for Your Viewing. My name is David and I watch too many movies. And my name is Amanda and I read too many books. We are brother and sister and this is our podcast for nerds where we talk too much about movies and the books they're based on. And today we're going to do something different. That's right. We will be placing our bets today against each other to see who can pick the best adaptation of the year, the worst one, and also the dark horse surprise. Uh, We also did this last year around the same time. And so we're going to see how our predictions stacked up, which they (laughs) didn't at all. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but 2020 was a really weird year, especially for movie releases. Um, Do you want to do a quick recap of what we thought was going to happen last year when we were young and green and just starting 2020 off? I think when we go to each category, we should just say what we did for last year and then laugh about how stupid of an idea it was to have anything. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, So why don't we actually, with that, dive into our first picks? So the first one is going to just be the best one, the best book to screen adaptation. Last year, we defined this as the best critic plus audience Rotten Tomato reviews Mm -hmm. averaged, which Mm -hmm. I think will still work this year because box office doesn't matter. So I think that's still a good measuring point. Yeah. Uh, But Amanda, what did you pick for last year? (laughs) I picked a movie that did not show up in 2020. It's actually coming out later this year. It was Death on the Nile, which admittedly still looks pretty cool. Um. So I still think it'll be worth watching, but yeah, it never showed up. So (sighs) didn't work out for me. Uh, Mine was also the same. Mine was Dune, which Mm -hmm. was also very famously delayed. Uh, I think in general, we're just not going to pick our picks from last year because that'd be no fun. (laughs) And also, I don't think Dune's going to come out this year anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) I do think Death on the Nile will come out. But uh, I kind of agree. I don't think Dune will come out. Uh, So, David, what did you choose as your top movie coming out in 2021? So it was really hard to find one that actually has a release date. So I wanted to pick one I for sure knew. And it is uh, coming out on February 26th, so very shortly. And it is Cherry. It is Mm -hmm. the newest film from the Russo brothers. I think it's the second post-Avengers film for them. Uh, and it is starring Tom Holland as a soldier kind of dealing with some post-dramatic stress as well as becoming like a serial bank robber. The trailer mm-hmm. looks super interesting, and I think it is legitimately the only reason I will pay for Apple TV Plus or whatever their dumb subscription service is. It does look really good, yeah. I think it just has too much talent to be n- like not – good uh now i will say that the russo brothers 
like first post Avengers film was just like okay. It was the the Twelve Bridges film. I think they were actually just producers. I don't know if they actually directed it, mm. but this seems like their first like big project that they've really been pushing. Apple got the rights. Tom Holland or Tom Holland's amazing. The trailer looks great. This one's going to be a hit. I think it's going to be the talk of the town when it comes out in February. I annoyingly agree that it's going to it's probably going to be really good. It's mm-hmm. based off of a 2018 uh debut novel by Elf uh by Nico Walker. Um okay. it came out in 2018 and it was a pretty big hit. Uh I remember like through 2019. Uh, but I, I remember it kind of, uh, having a lot of buzz, I think even last year too. So this book has been pretty well received all around. Um, it's pretty dark. And so I think there's been some, uh, mixed feedback on it, but the trailer looks pretty awesome. And I was really annoyed that you got to this pick before me. I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think that we need to like have a, like a draft pick to make it more fair, but I guess there's only two of us. <laughs> there's only two of us. I can, I don't remember the order we went in last year. We probably should have. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure up. you got first pick last year because you got Dune, and I was definitely going to choose Dune. So I've been duped two years in a row. So I definitely get first pick <laughs> next year. How about this? You can pick the first pick for the next two picks because I know what you <laughs> wanted to pick next. So I purposely didn't pick the next one next. But uh, yeah, Cherry is going to be great. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think so. I'll definitely be watching it when it goes to Apple. Uh, but what is your 21, 2021 prediction? Uh, so this one, I think will actually still beat cherry. Um, it doesn't quite have like the Russo brothers buzz about it, but it has an incredible cast. It's based on an amazing book. It's uh, coming out in December, which is the only reason why I'm nervous, because it could be oh, delayed. Amanda. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, they started working on it a while ago, so I'm, I'm really hoping it still comes out in December. Uh, it is The Nightingale. Uh, the book is originally by Kristen Hanna. Um, and it has uh, a great cast behind it. It stars Dakota Fanning and Elle Fanning as two sisters from the story. Uh, it's one of the best books I've ever read, and it has a huge following. So I think it's going to be pretty incredible. Um, and so I think it might just beat out. It's a World War II book, uh, but it's also about sisters. And so I feel like it could beat out your pick. I'm pretty confident about it. You may get something pretty good with this because it stars both of the Fannings, big Mm -hmm. fan of the Fannings. They're great. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also seems like an Oscar grab. And if it's an Oscar grab, it has to come out before the end of the year. Right. And so you might just like barely get this one in. I think I could. It also has a French director um, and it's based based in France. So I feel like she's really going to like do it justice. So I'm pretty confident that I'll win with this one. Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. I I would say that that would have been also one of my picks if I would choose some backups. Uh, mm-hmm. An honorable mention that I wanted to say was the French exit. Um, yeah. You should look up the trailer. This looks hilarious. And Michelle Pfeiffer looks like she's absolutely killing the role. Uh, so that one might beat both of us, uh, in terms of pure enjoyment, maybe. I, uh, I almost chose that one just because of Michelle Pfeiffer in it. It looks really good. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, I would highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. I will say if you are going to choose to read any of these books before you see the movies, hundred percent pick up the Nightingale. 
uh, it was, it was very good. It's easily my favorite book out of the three that we mentioned. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Now let's get to biggest flop. Amanda, what did you say was going to be your biggest flop of the year last year? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot we were going back to last year. Um, (laughs) I said woman in the window, um, which again, did not come out. It's supposed to come out later this year, starring Amy Adams. Um, it has kind of a paint by numbers plot. And so I'm not super confident that it's going to do well. Uh, but who knows? But it and never un- came out. <laughs> it never so came out. So we don't know. <laughs> so we don't know. And unfortunately, you had picked the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. So you definitely won this category. Yeah, I picked Artemis Fowl, which wasn't just like bad. It was like some sort of like different tier of bad. Like, yeah. It, it so clearly was touched by too many hands and then tried mm-hmm. to be recreated. It was just like, I don't know. Remember in like the first Toy Story, how they go to the bully's house and like there's <laughs> toys with like different things attached and like nothing's quite right with them. That's like mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. So I feel I definitely won this category. I think so. It, it was so bad that it actually like it inspired um like conspiracy theories about how it could have gotten this bad <laughs> that we discussed at length. It felt like it was so bad. It felt like somebody had personally made it in order to upset me. Like somebody I knew intimately had made it just to upset me. That's how yeah, bad it was. I don't even recommend <laughs> watching it to laugh at no, it. It's that it's not bad. Fun. It's, it's not fun it, at all. They made Dame Judy Dench said top yeah. of the morning to you. Like, Oh man, just go listen to that episode. We go yeah. for a long time. It's yeah. it's one of the worst things we've ever seen. <laughs> so David, what did you choose for this year? Your biggest flop for this year? So this year, I knew what you were going to pick and I felt bad because I knew I got the, the best <laughs> one. So I wanted to leave the biggest flop for you. So I chose a movie after doing a lot of digging. I found this film called Infinite that is based off the books uh, called the reincarnationist pa- papers. I cannot <laughs> say that the reincarnationist papers. Okay. Okay. Uh, now the premise is fairly simple. It's about a man who is discovering that his hallucinations are actually visions from the past. That's, mm-hmm. that's what's labeled as the premise in Wikipedia. The book got very middling reviews. Uh, a lot of them saying it as like a confusing sci-fi, um, I'm concerned about it as well because it's a man with schizophrenia having these hallucinations, which I'm just going to go out and say that mental health representation in that sort of way is never very good. It also uh, stars as the lead character, uh, Mark Wahlberg, um, which I'm just going to go out and say, I do not think he has the range for this type of role. (laughs) It also has an actor, Dylan O'Brien, who very famously he's, you know, he's fine, but he's also in like all of the Maze Runner novels uh, yeah. as well as teen wolf i wouldn't necessarily like there a lot of people works love of arts him, in its own. a lot, a lot of, of people love, love him i would not put myself in this category and the director i would say you know he has a respectable filmography but i would not necessarily say a lot of them are kind of my choice mm-hmm. i'd say his best one was probably the equalizer but he tends to just do like like dumb action flicks, essentially. 
And I think this movie is going to be an absolute mess. I think it's supposed to be like some psychological thriller Mm -hmm. that's going to come out and just be awful. So I feel mixed about this one because I think that it could be so bad that it's fun bad. Because here's the problem. So it definitely has it stars Mark Wahlberg. So there's that. Dylan O'Brien's name is Heinrich Treadway. So I'm kind of pulled back in. Um, it also has Jason Manzukis, whom I love, and uh, a couple of other actors who I really like, actually. It has the guy who plays Mordo from Doctor Strange, and I really like him. He's in a bunch of stuff I like, too. So I feel like it could be fun bad in a way that's, know, that's almost good. That's here's the thing. The reason why I don't think it's going to be fun bad is because the way it's going to deal with schizophrenia and mental health Fair. is just not going to be good. Cuz again, this director has had fun bad movies like Olympus Has Fallen. That is a fun bad yeah. movie that understands what it is. Yeah. This I I think when you're dealing with that type of subject matter, you cannot make something that self-aware. And so I just think that this is just going to be a recipe for not the greatest things. There has been no trailer for it yet. I think it's set to come out in like May or something. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, what are we measuring this by? Are we just going to do a Rotten Tomatoes score, critic and audience average like we do for- I think we have to, yeah. Yeah, I think think we have to do that since there will be no box office, but- Mm This is my pick. I think it's going to be a spectacular disaster. And you're right. The biggest thing uh, going against it is it might be too funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I will say that uh, I was shocked that you didn't choose this one, but I'm glad you left it for me. I definitely think Chaos Walking is going to be the biggest flop we witness uh, outside of Artemis Fowl. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I'm pretty excited. I really hope it comes out this year. Um, I really hope it doesn't get delayed again. Uh, and cause like, even like they released the trailer and it's, it's rough. It's not, not even not the trailer good. looks great. So it's <laughs> a good sign. Yeah. I mean, I will, it's packed. Here's, here's the only thing, uh, that may turn it around where, uh, you have like three A class actors as definitely. the three main characters. You have Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Mads Mikkelsen. All amazing. They might put so much work into it that it's just like, okay, or something. They might bring it up to the middle slightly. So you may still win out in like the overall scores of stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, the other thing is if it even comes out. (laughs) True, if it even comes out. This movie has been delayed for so long. I think this movie was like announced to be coming out back in like 2018 or something or Mm -hmm. 2019. It's been delayed for like two or three years. So we'll see if it even sees the light of day. Uh, So I do have an honorable mention. What is the that, honorable that mention? That I was going to choose just in case you jumped on Chaos Walking. It is called The Last Duel. Uh, it's director Ridley Scott, writers Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. So okay. they have come together. Um, it also stars Matt Damon and stars Adam Driver. So I think it's going to have like a way overhyped buzz about it. And it's about French people dueling to the death. So I think there's a really good chance it's going to really bomb. <laughs> 
Amanda, you just showed I'm on this. I'm looking up this movie now. I don't uh-huh. know. I think this movie's gonna rule. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Adam Driver and Matt Damon talking mm-hmm. in French, fighting each other. That sounds freaking awesome. I think there's a point where it could be good, but I think the fact that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote the screenplay together is where their the the <laughs> where their hubris is gonna catch them. <laughs> I will say Ben Affleck's a little iffy. He has had good things. I'm not going to say he's a bad writer. He's had a yeah. lot of good uh, writing credits. So I, I don't necessarily think that's 100% fair. Um, and it also has Ridley Scott. Like, come on. I think just like you're doing right now, I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of hype around this. And I don't think it's going to live up to people's expectations. So I Name. think it might be a big flop. Please name me one bad thing with Adam Driver in it. I don't know. I don't know See? everything he's been in. I'm glad this know. isn't your pick because I actually do wish this was your pick because I would easily won. This movie sounds like it rules. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Let's let's go for our last category here. The Dark Horse. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this is maybe more of a smaller production, maybe something no one's even heard about yet that we think is just going to come out this year and be an absolute hit. Now, last year (laughs) was also very interesting. Um, Amanda, what was your pick for 2020 for our Dark Horse category? Hmm. I chose The Witches, Uh, which... It came out. It came out, so there's that. It wasn't... A flop, but it also like didn't blow people away. And it also, I think, suffered more from not uh, coming out in theaters. Um, I think it was also like one of the only things that still came out. And so I think people were like fine tooth combing it a little bit. too. Yeah. Um, And I think they had a lot of expectations for Anne Hathaway to carry that role that the like rest of the movie didn't really hold up for. So I don't, I still feel okay about it. It definitely didn't end up being a dark horse, but uh, I'm glad it at least came out. (laughs) It's my first movie pick to come out this year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's better than me. My, my movie was without remorse, which was like a Tom Clancy uh, movie starring Michael B. Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. It is still slated to come out soon, actually. I think it's slated to come out uh, in March or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a single, like, teaser trailer. Uh, I've kind of gone the other way on it, where I think it's actually not going to be that great. Uh, I do like Michael B. Jordan, but there's something about the trailer that I just looked at it, and I'm like, I don't know about this one. Yeah. So, I, but, like, like I said, didn't even come out. <laughs> so it was also a draw. So a little bit of a wash there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amanda, what about for 2021? What is your small production, huge uh, 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 payoff pick? Uh, so I think it's going to actually be The Green Knight uh, starring Dev Patel. It is based <sighs> off of... Such a good pick. <laughs> Thank you. It is based off of the classic Arthurian legend. Um, and Dev Patel plays the Green Knight. And it comes out in July. There's been a lot of buzz about it online um, already, just from like what has 
been leaked and what scenes have actually been seen. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be a little bit better than people are expecting. And I really love Dev Dev Patel. So I'm really glad he's coming out in a starring kind of romantic hero role. I'm ready for it. And it... I, I totally forgot this was coming out because I've also heard so much buzz about this movie. It's supposed to be like the indie film of the year. It's an, a it's an A24 film, which A24 is the only production house that when they put out a movie, I feel like I have to go see it. Um, so I'm pretty excited for this as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think that, oh yeah, this is technically an adaptation and I couldn't yeah. grab it. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> you got me. Uh, now mine, I'm swinging for the fences with this one a little bit because this one, there is very little information on it. Yeah, uh, I've never heard of this one. Ne- there's no trailer. They haven't even released a full cast. And to be honest, if there is a movie that won't be coming out this year, it's going to be this. And it is the film Artemis, based on the uh, second novel by Andy Weir, the guy oh, who yeah. wrote The Martian. So the reason why I'm sold on this is the whole premise is it's about a smuggler on Mars that basically gets into some sort of job that ends up being like this big deal that blows up in her face. So it's supposed to be sort of like a crime boss space thriller, which already sounds cool to me. But the directors of it are Phil Lord and Christopher Miller of uh, Spider-Man, Lego Mm -hmm. Movie, Mm -hmm. uh, 21 Jump Street, like all of these amazing movies. And I think that they do not miss on anything. And I think they're going to completely hit it out of the park. The novel got really great reviews. I don't know how I missed Uh, this. I'm actually probably going to read it. Um, it. It got middle reviews. Yeah, I think from like the the sci-fi community really enjoyed it, but I think when yeah. you kind of get out of that is where you get some of those mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. But I think that this type of like gritty space crime type of genre is like I think uh Lord and Miller are just going to crush it. It's going to have a really interesting look. So, I'm down for it. I cannot wait. Uh, I think this is definitely going to kind of come out of nowhere and capture everyone's interest, just like all of the other Lord and Miller films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it still. I'm glad uh, I'm glad his second book is also getting a movie. Good for him. Exactly. So let in review, my picks are going to be uh, for uh, the best one overall is going to be Cherry, Biggest Flop, Infinite, and then my Dark Horse is Artemis. And my top pick is The Nightingale, uh, Biggest Flop, Chaos Walking, and Dark Horse, The Green Knight, which I kind of feel like I'm going to win this one. I feel really you good about it. you got a strong lineup, but then I again, do. we both were pretty confident last year. <laughs> I know. And only two movies from our list came out. So Yeah. So I think that means that we're a draw and nobody wins and moving I don't forward, think so. we'll try. This is the thing we have to discuss. Did I win last year? Because Artemis Fowl was such a, like, it is a next level flop. I feel like I should win for last year. Well, I don't. I think, I think there was extenuating circumstances. (laughs) None of us could have predicted. We made our predictions in January, right before everything in 2020 really ramped up and got terrible. So, um... 
it's kind of like calling a ball game when it starts raining. <laughs> Nobody yes. gets to win. But hear me out. I think Artemis Fowl is such an emblematic movie for the type of year <laughs> 2020 was. And I think I should win it just based on that. And here's the thing. Originally, we said I would get movie tickets. I don't want movie tickets. I want an episode of my choosing. That's all. Ugh. Um. Okay, that's fair. I'm inclined. I... I will give in mostly because Artemis Fowl was so heinous. And if we do look back on last year's episode, I did say I was looking forward to it, which I have never regretted a sentiment (laughs) more in my life. So (laughs) you were looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, Okay. Can I reveal what episode I want to do now? Because I've already thought of this before. (laughs) You already pre-picked it. You're going to spring it on me right now. Yes. You ready? We aren't even done recording the episode. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what I want my episode to be. Okay, okay, fine. It can be a it can be a short episode. We don't even have to do a big boy episode on it. Okay. So in March, I found out that they're doing another movie for Mortal Kombat. And oh, I want no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a fantastic dumb episode. And it's technically an adaptation just of a very funny video game. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's do Mortal Kombat. Why not? If it comes out. If it comes, well, it's already slated to come out on HBO Max in March. Okay. I made sure I got a release date. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, phew. I'm so glad that we, great. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Mortal Kombat coming to you in March. Yes. All right. So um, do we want to just talk about random things we're excited about? Is there like one or two things you want to mention in 2021 that you know will be released well, I don't know if I can promise anything's going to be released, but I do have a couple of movies that are not really adaptations that I'm kind of really excited about. That's and where I hope I'm they at still too, come yeah. out. Yeah. So I found this randomly. I didn't, I haven't heard about it before, but they are coming out with another Cinderella adaptation. Huh. It is starring Camilla Cabello. Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Uh, Billy Porter and Dina Menzel. It is a musical version of Cinderella. Uh, like live action new Cinderella movie. Um, I have not heard about this before and I'm on board for it. It looks really fun. So I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, I can see that being fun, especially since I think the remake of Cinderella a couple years ago was like not very good. Oh, I liked it a lot, but I think this will be fun because I think it's it's meant to be like a remake of. Did you ever see the adaptation with? With Brandy as the as Cinderella, no, and I Whitney Houston is her is her fairy godmother. How? Oh, you know what? Whitney Houston is what brought it home for me. I yes. do remember it. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's like an adaptation. It's like a remake of that, like specifically that music. Um, so I'm really excited for it. I think it's gonna be fun. John Mulaney's in this too. He plays mm-hmm. a mouse. So, uh, so just that what alone, it's not kind to of- like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of cool names in this. All right, this one this one looks fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so one of my uh, uh, top picks for this year was one that has been delayed for a while, which to mm-hmm. me, it's been, it's a movie that's been delayed three times because of COVID. And it is Last Night at Soho, the next uh, movie by Edgar Wright. Uh, Edgar Wright made Baby Driver. He made mm-hmm. like Hot Fuzz, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim. He is All by your far. Favorites. He's my favorite director. Um, everything he does is golden. 
And this is supposed to be like a, a psychological horror time warping type of movie mm-hmm. um, that stars the actress from Queen's Gambit. Can't remember her name. But oh, I love her. That'll be fun. It's, it has been delayed and not even shown a trailer three times. It was supposed to come out last summer. Mm-hmm. And I think it keeps getting delayed because it's really good. <laughs> and like movies that have been delayed this many times when they're already finished are delayed because the studio believes it's going to be a hit in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I think this movie is going to be amazing and I cannot wait for it. Edgar Wright is always a plus for me. This movie's going to rule. Uh, it sounds pretty fun, actually. Yeah. So when a trailer comes out, I'm going to be very excited. They still have yeah. there's literally almost nothing known about this movie. There's a couple images in the basic premise. So I'm pumped I, for it. I hope that means it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other last ones you want to mention? Yeah. So I actually have two more. So the last one, uh, one of the last ones is No Time to Die. I'm just really excited for it. Um I really love the idea of Lashana Lynch as a new 007. I really hope it comes out this year. Is she supposed to be the new 007? Has that been yes. like confirmed? Huh. Yeah. So they're both going to be in the movie. Um, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name right now. Classic 007. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Um, so he will be in the movie, so it won't be like he's just suddenly not in the movie. But I think it's going to be like a transition movie between like his series of movies and the next series of movies they want to do. Um, and it looks really good. The trailer's really strong, so I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I didn't realize she was set to be the new 007, because if so, that'd be awesome. And I yeah. also like the idea of them, because because usually when there's been a Bond refresh, they sort of refresh the universe as well. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of kind of continuing a little bit of the world and storyline that they've already set up and not having yeah. to redo everything, because yeah. I'm a big fan of all the... Um, secondary characters in the current Bond films. So I would be super cool with them returning. Yeah. Uh, What about you? What else are you excited for? Uh, I'll just mention my last two really quick. In the Heights, the new musical from Lin-Manuel Miranda. It Mm -hmm. has looked amazing in every single trailer. Probably going to be the new thing everyone is singing and there'll be a thousand TikToks for it. Um, and Suicide Squad reimagined from James Gunn. So I hope it's good. (laughs) I hope to God it's good. I think it will be good. Uh, if not, DC is doomed and they will never have good movies. Yeah, pretty much. If Uh, he can't do it, no one can make a good movie for this universe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the very last one was another surprise that I found when I was doing research for 2021. Uh, Sherlock Holmes three has a December release date. Uh, it huh. is in post-production, which means it should kind of come out if it's not delayed. So um, I have seen literally nothing else about it. Not like a, a name of the movie, not any blurbs anywhere. I really hope it's true because I've wanted a Sherlock Holmes 3 for a very long time. I would love it because Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law so good might together. be my favorite pairing. I think... Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Sherlock has kind of not aged well. Yeah, it's Um, not as fun. (laughs) But the Sherlock uh, films with Robert Downey Jr. are consistently a lot of fun. So absolutely. I would love to see another one. And it's been 10 years since the last one was released. So it would be really fun if Mm. they did like an old Sherlock, an old 
Watson play on things. I'd be really on board for it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Well, that was fun. Hopefully any of this comes out this year. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully it's just as much fun as we hope it is. (laughs) Seriously. Okay. So one thing we did actually want to talk to uh, everyone who may be listening still, because you may have noticed we have not put out our regular episodes in quite some time. Uh, And that's because we're planning on sort of doing a major refresh on pretty much everything. Uh, You know, we've been looking at adaptations for a while now, and I think we've become pretty attuned to specific things and interesting bits about adaptations that instead of having a general talk about, we want to zero in on and focus up a little more. Um, So we will actually be going on sort of a hiatus. We may do random one-off episodes like this, like little shorter episodes, but we're planning on uh, completely revamping with a brand new format and coming back in fall of 2021. Yeah, we got some some personal things going on. Uh, David is planning a big move down to sunny North Carolina, which is quite exciting. Um, but on top of that, like David said, we wanted to spend some time and figure out, uh, some new direction for the podcast and what we kind of want to do with it, uh, more long-term. So we have some fun ideas. Uh, we may do some experimental stuff along the way, but we'll come back full blown fall of 2021. Mm -hmm. And if chaos walking comes out, we will do an episode on that still. Absolutely. We will still do that. (laughs) We'll do an episode on the things that we mentioned here for sure. Oh yeah, there's a lot. If any of our things come out, we can definitely do episodes on them. If, if. Even if just like shorter 30 minute episodes. For sure. So that will wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you can get automatically updated when new episodes come out at wherever you get your podcasts, especially because they'll be coming out a little bit more regularly from, uh, for a time. And if you would do us a solid and leave us a review and tell uh, your friends about how much you enjoy listening to us from time to time, uh, next time we come on, we'll make David read a review in a hilarious voice of our choosing or your choosing if you include it in your review. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But feel free to uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those places where at Adapted Pod. And feel free to message us what you're looking forward to. Uh, to most in 2021 movie book wise if there's an adaptation if you also have an opinion on what the biggest flop will be Mm -hmm. uh, please let us know Uh, and if there's something that you would like to see maybe explored more deeply we're currently taking suggestions on something to look more into so feel free to shoot us an email to stuff at adaptedpod.com yeah so our next episode Uh, I think this will wrap us up for a while, but we'll see you randomly here uh, on your podcast app. Until then. You better get your Mortal Kombat in, actually. You better (laughs) like you better just start downloading Mortal Kombat (sighs) as we talk so you can get caught up with their just absolutely crazy lore so you can feel prepared for the movie, Amanda. This is punishment for little women and Pride and Prejudice, isn't it? Little Women was not a punishment. Pride and Prejudice, yes. They haven't listened to any of the episode yet, but I care too much about it now. And for that, that is bad. That is a bad thing. All right. See you guys later. See ya. See ya.